Hello and welcome to Comics Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome along then to this weekly broadcast of topical entertainment where we look at the problems in the news and we solve, oh, solve the problems and we keep it so up to date. For example, Gap has announced that it's closed uh, all of its 81 stores in the UK and Ireland, uh, which leaves what? the big question of how do we describe what it's left? <laughs> Maybe we'll never know the answer to that one. Meanwhile, we've got some uh, problems that we will be able to solve for you. If you'd like to get involved in any of the things we do, you can see the youtube thing at the bottom. If you go to that page, you can get involved in the chat. We'll chat with your chats and we'll chat back to your chats in a chat-back way. Uh, plus, also, as we plough on through the show, we might mention our little uh, subscription Kofi mm -hmm. donation page. Uh, and you could keep this thing afloat. If you've pre-bought tickets to it, well, good for you. Thank you for wow. being a patronising someone or other. Patron of the arts. I think that's what I meant. patronising. Well, same route, whatever. And, uh, and yeah, and before we crack on, I should point out, last week we mentioned that this that today, Wednesday, I was going to go and get a little bit of uh, oral surgery. Ooh. And uh, it's less fun than it sounded. And I've had a bit of my tongue chopped out. Okay. So, um, yeah, ouch. And it really okay. flipping hurt. I didn't think it would hurt. You know, like, if you go back and watch previous episodes, mm. you'll see the bit where I pointed out it's the second time I've had that little growthy thing on my tongue because the first time it didn't have any nerves in it, so I just grotted it off with a bit of dental floss. <laughs> that, not talk about that. That didn't hurt so much, whereas this one, <laughs> removed by a professional, flipping kills. Now, I don't, I'm not <sighs> saying I'm going back tomorrow and saying to them, have you thought about using dental floss? But... Okay. I might make the trip. You never know. But yeah. that's why if I dribble at any stage, that's probably it. Or it could be other things. Um, but meanwhile, we get to say, Mr. Eric McElroy, problem styly. Have you got a problem that you want to fix? I do. Well, the first problem um, is to make sure that those people who are watching us on YouTube smash that like button. Right. Okay. It's <laughs> trying to go with like an ASMR smash it. Does that work? But we're not like enthusiastic YouTubers. We we don't have um, the right vibe, but yep. Smash, yeah, man. Smash it. And I've been in Britain for too long to be that enthusiastic yep. about anything in life. Yep. That's the problem. That's why. If you'd like, like to caress here. our like button, that'd be appreciated. <laughs> Stick your thumb where you just, if you like Steve's oral, do the thumb. Anyway, um, we are here to solve some problems, and this is a problem, Steve, which a lot of us are facing at the moment, and it's the problem of the comeback trail. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that way. Oh. Don't, don't take us down that path. I'm talking about the fact that none of us have been gigging very much in a live experience. We've been doing things virtually, been doing things on the radio, been doing things on the screen, down the line, but we haven't been doing live gigs. And it's tricky, you know, and it's not just... It's not just comedians that are having this problem. It's also happening to former presidents. And when I say former, <laughs> I am talking about former presidents, as in people who are no longer the president. Uh, because the former president, because some people think he is still the president and is going to resume power on August something or other, because he was meant to resume power in March, but that didn't happen. But uh, he's back. He's back on the rally trail. And you know what it's like, you know, when you've not gathered together with your clan for a while. Mm. Uh, you've got to dust off your bed sheets and find the iron and realize after COVID that the robes don't fit quite as tightly as they do, as they did before. Uh, and here's a little shot um, from Trump's first rally of the crowd. There they all are, uh, waiting for the rally to begin. Oh, 
God, it's hard to look at that image because it's just so bright. It's just so bright. Ah, oh, it's just—I mean—that level of whiteness. Uh, just don't really see that outside the UK very often. But anyway, uh, he was back on the trail, and you know he's rusty. Let's see how things went. America is still the nation that conquered the Wild West, that vanquished the murderous dictators that ended the evil empires, and that sent a brave young man from Ohio to a plant. Think of it. Sent, you know who the man I'm talking about is? Who am I talking about? Do you know who it is? The stars and stripes on the face of the moon. Do you know who the man is, right? Do you know? Huh? Hmm. We all remember that children's poem. Hey, diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle, the stars and stripes on the moon, the man from Ohio who had a plant. I think I've taken the hydroxychloroquine is finally starting to kick in. <laughs> it's taking its toll. Um, he, he didn't do very well. It's just, I mean, we feel that way as a comic. You know, you think, oh, I'll remember my jokes. It's only been 18 months. You get up there midway through, you're saying the setup. <laughs> I don't know where that punchline <laughs> is coming from. But there was an actual transcript. We do know what Trump was trying to say. Meant to say our country sent a brave young man from Ohio to plant the stars and stripes on the face of the moon. Instead, of course, he said we sent a brave young man from Ohio to a plant. And that really could mean anything, a manufacturing plant, a philodendron, a rhododendron, all the dendrons. <laughs> That is Brian Williams bringing up the dendrons, man. He's got the rhododendrons. He's got the plantodendrons. He is bad when you get in the dendron slam. That's humiliating. Floral slams Floral. from Brian Williams. Yeah. That is not good. Um, the reviewers were in uh, for a first show back. What did they have to say? New York Times was there, and we quote, Mr. Trump's speech, low-key, digressive, and nearly 90 minutes long, fell flat at times with an otherwise adoring audience. Scores of people left early as he bounced from topic to topic. Now, I mean, if you've seen some of the reviews of our shows in Edinburgh, <laughs> I would take that. I would. I mean, that is that sounds like a three-star review on Chortle, to be honest. I mean, that, I would love it if that would happened. Um, but that's not the only thing that happened to Trump this week. Historians are now starting to have a look at his presidency, and they, they basically have a chart of the best to the worst presidents, and uh, they've put Trump on that list. Hmm. Uh, where did Trump fall? Oh, he's ranked as one of the worst. He's 41st position out of 44 different presidents. Um, the reason he was president 45 and there's only 44 is one dude got the job twice. And I don't think that that's going to be Trump uh, next time around, but <laughs> God knows. He didn't think he'd win the first time. But I mean, so he's 41st out of 44. And that leaves a lot of us to think, who was worse than Trump? Yes. Were Beavis and Butthead presidents at one stage? I don't know. Who is it? So here they are. I don't know how well, I don't know how well you know your presidents. Uh, but um, Franklin Pierce is falling under Trump, Andrew Johnson, and James Buchanan. Um, is is the worst regarded as the worst president in American history, um, and you remember Franklin Pierce? Oh, Franklin Pierce, yeah, 
Franklin Pierce. Um, here he is. Uh, there he is. He's looking for his wallet there or something like that. Um, I'd say Hugh Grant would play him in the film. Um, some of the highlights from Franklin Pierce's presidency, he proposed annexing Cuba. Didn't work out. Kind of like Trump proposed annexing Greenland. Very similar. Um, people haven't enjoyed his presidency for a while. Teddy Roosevelt said that he was like a servile tool. Which is, I mean, that's harsh. The slams that they had back in the 1890s and <laughs> hundreds or wherever, the olden days. I mean, one thing to call somebody a tool, but a servile tool. That's worse than being a rhododendron. Yeah, if you have to Google it, that really hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Um, he's un so unpopular, Franklin Pierce, that even his university doesn't have a fawning biography of him. Which is also similar to Trump in that he had, well, Trump had to have someone else take his university exams. Um, so there's some similarities here between him and the lower presidents. Um, Andrew Johnson, uh, he's the next uh, worst president. Uh, he's the president that followed Lincoln, mm. which, I mean, to be fair, that's got to be tough because look at that guy. I mean, he clearly couldn't have worn the hat. His head, <laughs> it's all the wrong shape. <laughs> at um, least he saw the end of the play. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he didn't like the theater. So. That was one of the reasons. Um, he started a lot of the policies following the Civil War that led to essentially all of the you know prejudicial laws that we saw that really held back African Americans after they were re released from slavery. So he basically you know basically enabled a lot of the Southern states to continue those policies. Um, he was impeached, so he had that in common with Trump, um, and he was viewed as a, as a rigid dictatorial racist. So again, some similarities there uh, between the other. Uh, presidents at this end of the list. And the worst president, based on everybody's metric, is James Buchanan, um, who's there. And uh, he's got a nice collar. I kind of like that. I'm trying to think, I don't know who would play him in the film. Oh, I can't remember the name of the actor. But there's someone. Oh, I know. I know who you're thinking oh, of. Oh, God. That's who I'm thinking of as well. And he was in. <laughs> oh, he was in a film I watched recently as well. That's the one. He gets killed. That's the one. It, it, um... Yeah. They oh, he's, he's uh, it's about vampire type things, but some guy doesn't know he's one of them. No, it's called Infinite, and no, it's got not. what's his name? All right, you carry on. It's called Infinite. <clears throat> he was the president, basically, that led up to the South succeeding right before the Civil War. So apparently, that's what makes you the worst president is being the president that leads up to the Union collapsing, which again, something similar to what Trump was trying to do. Um, but to his dying day, he felt that history would treat him favorably. Really? Again, very similar to Trump. But you have to think. You can. You don't have to look him up. I've got it now anyway. Right. Who is it? James Buchanan? Toby Jones. Toby Jones. There we go. I'm trying to get you a Toby um, Jones picture. Yeah. Do you have one? Oh, yeah. There we go. Totally. Totally Toby Jones. Yep. <laughs> you could do it. it really is, isn't it? I think we should do the casting for the war. It'd be a film where we bring together all the worst presidents through some sort of time warp, and we could actually get Trump to actually play himself <laughs> and Toby send him back Jones. in time. Toby Jones. Um, but the thing is that you'd have to think, all right, here's the worst presidents who stack up. You know, one guy who let the union fall apart, another guy who perpetuated the racism after the free end of slavery, um, another guy who Teddy Roosevelt didn't like. Who's the president who's won better? than Trump. Nice. Who's the one who's the 40th worst president? That's William Henry Harrison, who died after only 31 days in office. Right. He was only president for 31 days, and he's still better than Trump. Which just goes to show Trump could have been higher up in that list if only he would have died after 31 days. Yeah, 30th day. He'd have to have died on the 30th day, because if he'd been on the 31st day, then 
would have tipped him over. I still think, I still think it would have been better. <laughs> I'd have taken that. So there we go. It's not easy. I mean, I haven't seen the early reviews for our first gigs back, but um, I'm hoping they're better than that one from the New York Times. Yeah, I will not look at any of those reviews. Sweet mercy. <laughs> lordy, lordy. Um, um, so, right. Should we have a look at the comments to see if anybody got um, that actor before we got to his name? Yes. Let's see if anyone's um, in there. Also, while you're see, starting some... to search those, I'll point out, I wondered why you'd done your lighting so that you look like you got a tan today. And so you mm. can do that. I've not seen that much whiteness joke. I yeah. wonder what it was. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. That's the coloration I've done there. Um, so uh, we've got some evening all from Chris, from Jack. Hello. From Chris Hood, Chris Curling, from Ibogi, uh, Bonsieur, Montpiette, uh, I can't, can't do the French. Don't know. Apparently not. <laughs> um, Tom Hawken, Haw Houghton, sorry, says, good evening, Steve, Eric, and chat. Um, anyone admitting to being on the telly this week? I wonder if that's a reference to, um, well, both of us have been on. Um, <clears throat> oh, look at you trying to bring me into it. I'm, I mentioned that I was on it last week. <laughs> I've done my fessing up. Someone else go on We've GB News? We've both been on GB News because we wanted to be on a channel that has fewer viewers than this. Well, you know, you, you went on it during the time of fewer viewers when, the Welsh version of some kids' TV show got more viewers than GB News. Yep. I went on the first week when loads of people were watching it specifically to see all of the technology fail. So you were on it, and then the ratings went down? Yeah. Okay. Just make sure we got that right. Correlations, not causation. <laughs> Mark says, hello. Tracy says, evening. CSP crew. Oh, yo. yo. Who's in the house? The CSP crew. The rhododendrons. Uh, Britt says, yay, they didn't accidentally chop off your tongue, Steve. No, just a bit that I'm starting just to regret bit. losing. I mean, annoyed me when I used to bite it, but I didn't. it didn't flip in out like this. Oh. Did you get to keep it? No, they've got to send it off for tests and whatever. Oh, so, right. oh that's not good. Yeah, okay. if, if, it, if it does better than me, if it gets more A-levels, I'm going to be furious. <clears throat> uh, well, they won't, they're not giving the A-levels this year. Well, yeah. So you're going to get raided by the the doctor. just going to look at it and give it its own his own personal assessment. Yeah. Um, Mark says, I tried to show someone my closed gap, and that's why I'm banned from Tesco. Hey, nice. There we go. <laughs> Got our first Tesco joke in. Mark Randall says, I have smashed it like a zucchini smoothly. I think that's the, referring to the like button, not your tongue. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Jack says, my tie deserves a like. Thank you, John. <laughs> Look at that. Right. Should I mix it up a little right. bit? Did you make that out of like Terry's all gold wrappers? No. It's a silk. It's uh I can't tell the brand. What's the brand? It doesn't have a brand. Okay. Um it's Terry's. an oldie tie. Um Brit says join the Merry Dribblers. As long as you don't start licking the camera lens, we're okay. I can't these days. I've got an autocue in front of it, but I can lick the glass of the autocue. <laughs> that's good don't do that because that'll streak tom tom says only smash the like button an odd number of times mm. oh yeah. times yeah. um chris hood says wise words tim uh, or tom whichever comes first there we go <laughs> um q a sessions start again with the donald matron says it's good for him <laughs> nice uh mark says don't forget the hydroxydendrons Hydroxydendrons. Nice. Doesn't the yep, dendron okay. of uh, rhododendron and all that just mean teeth? Is it because they're tooth shaped, like dendra? I don't know. Don't know. It's plants. Got no idea. Dendra. No, okay. Never mind. Oh. So, I do have weird coloring, and I, and I think I'm blurry as well, so that doesn't really help. 
you know. Well, I'm, I'm slurring on my words because I can't feel my face. So this is <laughs> this is not the episode to show to people if you want to go. You should get involved in watching this regular broadcast that's on the internet. Go and watch Series 5, Episode 4. <laughs> there, I changed it. Do I look less tan now? No, I look better. Yeah, now. I mean, you look newer tanned. <laughs> like you've just been out on the beach. <laughs> well, these lights are really bright in here. What's happening? Yeah, we'll go back. You think you're That's what we're <laughs> when I was showing Live. people the reflection of of Toby Jones. You think you've got it bright. You must be seeing this. Look at this. All <laughs> the lights that I got going on. Woo, there's even one up there. It's so pretty right. bright in here. Now one of my pupils are tiny, and that and the drugs. <laughs> Today it's not even wrong that I say drugs because I'm on them. Yeah. So it's last week that was a problem that was on them, but this is fine. Yeah. Each week we wanted to the drugs. Now I've gone really red. That's just weird. Um, we've lost track here. Um, we can't hang out in nightclubs, so the dendrums are the place to be, apparently. Uh, Chris Hood says, Brit, show me the way. Um, Mark Randall says, Franklin Pierce, wasn't he in MASH? <laughs> MASH, that was a good show. Yeah. I love the MASH. I like the news desk um, the most. <laughs> Tracy says, Trump is where he belongs, coming up the rear. I mean, bringing up the rear. And then some people are laughing at each other or us. I'm going to say they're laughing at us. Um, James Buchanan looks like Father Jack Hackett from Father Ted. <laughs> yep. Um, Jack says, you've both been on the 44th worst news channel. Yep. And uh, Mark says, Steve went on GB News and it nosedived. Good job, Steve. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, Mark's got to bring it in the facts. Rhododendron from the ancient Greek Rhodo, Rhodon which is rose, and dendron, which is tree. Dendron is tree, not teeth. Yep, fair play, good. Solid. And we are still apparently on some sort of, per we're on Periscope, and uh, Exquisite Tenderness is back and says hi, and Exquisite Tenderness saw us both on GB News. Mm, look so at this, because we we're famous now. Also, yep. no one else and can stream to Twitter. We don't know how we've still got the ability to do it, but damn. <laughs> We are just bringing it. Um, and if you'd like to, I'm going to put in the links there to subscribe to our main YouTube channel. And of course, if you're enjoying what you're doing and you want to help pay for Steve's rehabilitation, um, you can chuck us a chuck us a little Kofi. Help Steve get a bandage. Help me figure out my coloration. Bandage. <laughs> do, you, do you put a bandage on your tongue? Do you wrap around a... Does it got a band-aid on it? Stitches in it. It's sewed up my tongue. You got stitches? Mm. Are you a snitch? No, <laughs> my tongue is. It keeps doing all the talking. But yeah, that's why that's why it flipping hurts. They chopped the big lump out and took, put stitches in it. And then told me that I can't drink anything hot, which means no coffee. So I nearly walked no out. coffee? Fuck this. But that's where you do over the everything tea. is where you coffee. Exactly. Coffee shops are your life. My plan was to go and get the surgery and then sit in a coffee shop until I went to do a radio show. Couldn't go to a coffee shop. I mean, I could have not had a coffee, but still. Mm. Oh, damn it. Ooh. But to be fair, she did say if I drink a hot drink, my mouth will bleed terribly. So I was like, oh, well, I'll take that threat. Mm, sorry to hear about the coffee there, Steve. Okay, well, Ooh. yeah, because it tastes of blood right now. I'm probably not missing it, to be fair. Um, however, Shame. coffee. Mm. You don't have a coffee. You don't, I don't know what you drink. You drink milk. Um, so <laughs> the things on there, if you like to chip <laughs> some money in the pot. Actually, I'll tell you at the end, one of the things that uh, that was fun that happened during the surgery. Meanwhile, though, mm -hmm. we'll get back into the business of uh, sorting out some of the problems. Keep the comments coming and all that. I want to sort out... I've only got one that I want to do tonight. 
It's a biggie. I want to ask the big questions. And that question is about uh, Matt Hancock. My question is this, right? They say there are are many questions that need to be answered. This is the only question that, that boils right up to the top. Who had Matt Hancock an affair in the sweepstake? <laughs> I did not see that coming at all. I thought it would be the vaccine minister get smallpox or maybe Pretty Patel in an interview calculated the efficacy of the vaccine and it turns out to be 3,000%. But it was none of those. It was Matt Hancock having an affair. This man got too much action. Him, who stands next to him like, oh, you're a woman. He doesn't look like he's ever seen a lady naked. In fact, worse than that, he looks like the kind of person. If you mention that you have seen a lady naked, he'd ask you Mm. some weird questions like, "Uh, I I know they don't have willies, but do they still have balls? Like, That's a question he'd probably think about. And somehow, he had an affair. So... We've seen the pictures way too much. I, I need to show it, and I apologise, because let's look at this picture that has ended his career and ended a lot of our appetites. There it is, from CCTV Ooh. in his office. And I have to look. There are many things we can talk about how unfair it is that he was giving us rules that he didn't stick to himself. And it's look, there's many valid points there. It's not as if he couldn't remember the rules he just said them. I've never been the Secretary for State for Health, but if I were, I'd probably remember if I put the nation on lockdown, not walk into a room. I've walked into a room and forgotten what I've gone in there for. I've never walked into a room and forgotten locking down a nation. I said something about two metres, can't remember what it was. Anyway, come here, give me a snog. And just to go back to that picture, it would have been less upsetting if it looked like he knew what he was doing when it comes to holding a bottom. <laughs> That looks wow. like he's lifting it to let someone vacuum under it. He He's clearly just said the words, I'll get that for you. It's, oh, do you like that? Should I lift the other one? No, just the one. Hmm. It's terrifying that that's right. But anyway, we have this. Uh, Boris Johnson, he obviously was swift to act. He had considered the matter closed after Matt Hancock apologised. Good. I'm glad that was all sorted. And wait a minute. No, Boris Johnson now says that he took decisive action, even though it was Matt Hancock who quit. Brilliant. Can't even manage to get that right. When you've got someone caught on CCTV doing a one-buttock lift. Why a one-buttock lift? As if she's perched on some sort of a warp. But anyway. Still, somehow, Boris Johnson... Exactly. Just do the two. What's the one? You're trying to make a walk in a circle? But... He, uh, Boris Johnson, took decisive action by going, yeah, fine, because what can I do about it? I can hardly sack someone for having an affair. Being sacked by Boris Johnson for having an affair would be like being sacked by Theresa May for having an annoying cough. It would be hypocrisy of the highest order. Mm. And yet, instead of just letting Matt Hancock then quit and going, oh, well, bye, Boris Johnson rewrites history. This is technically gaslighting saying that he had a hand in The only hand I saw was lifting up a buttock like it was just about to get some kind of repair work done to it. So um, that's that side of it. I just, before we move too much on to the morals and the big questions here, I want to reanalyze this guy's technique. So, all right, look at that. It looks, the way he's holding her reminds me <laughs> of this guy. It's yep. He's got the Pepe Le Pew vibe. And look, he's not, he can't be that tall. And yet they've managed to get an angle where she is going to fall over because he just does not what he's doing. I'm going in for a kiss. Mm. Uh, there are other pictures of them together that are less upsetting like this one. Uh, I imagine 
they have such a strangely dispassionate relationship. That's sexting. That she's just typed something into <laughs> notes and gone, uh, yes, I would like that later. Thank you. Um, and this is the bit that, there are so many bits that could worry us. Like, for example, I, everyone, I could join in with the things I wasn't allowed to do when he was doing that. Like, yeah. I didn't get to hug my dad at my mum's funeral, and then my dad died before this lockdown ended, so I never got to do it. And yet Matt Hancock was having a an affair at work. But I think, more importantly for a show like this, and more hitting the nail on the head, I'll tell you what I didn't get to do, Matt Hancock, when you were having an affair at work. I didn't get to have an affair at work. <laughs> Because thanks to your decisions, I had no work. I was sat at home. Sure, I could have touched myself up. But there's no webcams. Well, there actually is a webcam in here. Okay, I could have recreated it almost. But Matt Hancock, you were taking liberties. But it's not us that I feel sorry for. It's not me that I feel sorry for. Even if Matt Hancock wouldn't have been snogging people, I still couldn't have done those things. The person I feel sorry for in all this is this guy. Her husband. Because he is a successful businessman, co-founder of Oliver Bonus, and is a millionaire. Yeah. Now, as a bloke, if your partner runs off with a more successful and richer man, fair dues. What can you say? Mm. We all know it's a possibility. But if your partner runs off with Matt Hancock, how do you ever process that? I've got no idea what this situation is. So, yeah, I feel sorry for, out of everyone involved, I feel sorry for the bonus man. Which is not a sentence I'd ever thought I'd say, but um, yeah. How do we how do we solve it? I don't think we do. Well, he's solved now because he's gone. But actually, I was going to add this into the little scripty notes, but I didn't. But I I do want to mention it. Was it about four episodes ago or something that Dominic Cummings was saying all of the things that Matt Hancock did, and obviously me as mm. someone who had someone in a care home, I was outraged, and I did say that's it, Matt Hancock. I'm coming for you now. We're going to keep doing jokes about you until you're gone. Huh? There we go. Do not miss. Maybe that's what he was saying to her as he pulled her in. It's comic solving problems watching. They're after me. Yeah. After and we did it. I I think maybe the reason the bumhole thing is awkward and the kissing is awkward, because you guys learn your sexual education from carry on films. Mm. And it's so that whoa. You know, oh, because the webcam didn't have audio. So actually when he lifted it, it was yeah. a that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Her bra snapped off. And uh, that was it. But I mean, the other thing, this is definitely when you compare the guy, I thought he was maybe even a billionaire, her millionaire husband, full head of hair, mm. Matt Hancock, balding. This goes back to the stats that you used to love to throw at me when we were doing live shows about women liking men with bald hair, bald, bald, bald hair, hair, bald heads. Women like men with bald hair. <sighs> I don't understand the bald thing. But, you know, the ladies, I mean... This is a wig that my wife makes me wear because she doesn't want me to get, you know, seduced by the wife of a millionaire. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it could a happen. Ever present risk. Uh, Jack risk. says, Eric, you need less R and more GB to, to look less gammony. Uh, no, that's not right. <laughs> not more GB to look less gammony. That's true. <laughs> His R number's too high. Uh, Britt says, iced coffee. The temperature's better. Intact. Um, helpful post stitches for bitches, uh, but the caffeine would not be very helpful. Read the blood pressure and the flow. They did say to me, as I left the operating arena, um, they said, We also don't overexert yourself because we want to keep your blood pressure low. 
<laughs> Overexert okay. myself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, some ladies in Thailand have uh, have willies, so I've heard. Says Chris. Okay, and it's uh... in like women don't have willies, but do they still have balls? Uh, okay. But that was in character. That was Matt Hancock not knowing about, you know, all the different variety of genders these days. Uh, Chris mm. Curling says, how many blue jackets does one man need? Uh, coats down full of them. What? The, yeah. What? It's the helmet that he's got for when things get really hot and heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with the black ja- a blue jacket. The ladies love it. Um, Stephen Leatherdale says, just adjusted my YouTube resolution quality settings. It's not made much of an improvement to Eric's color. What? <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Brit says school disco snog method going on in that pic for sure. He was all like, mm, mm. let's get a handful of bum in the weirdest way. Uh, Charlotte uh, laughing at Chris. Okay, enjoying himself. Chris says, evening, Charlotte. All right, we'll just leave you two to it. And Mark <laughs> says, uh, ah, I think I've worked it out. He was only following his own vaccination instructions. One buttock now, the other in 12 weeks. That is a nice. That's an impressive gap. Two shots. Mm. Two shots of the buttock. He's more prêt-à manger a pube than Pepe Le Pew. Uh, it says Brit. Chris says she's married to Austin Powers. Yeah, but with millions of pounds, a successful businessman. Yeah. How is? Although the thing is, those they didn't know each other before. It's not one of those they met at work. They knew each other at university, and they worked on university yeah. radio, where she read the news and he read the sport. Great. Someone with radio experience who's looking for work. It's the last thing I flipping need. Um, the uh, the picture with the mobile phone, it wasn't a mobile. It was a calculator. She just typed 5318008 and was holding it upside down. Oh, racy. Um, so look, first Trump and now Hancock. Who's next, chaps? We're getting rid of them all. Is there anyone you don't like? Because we are bringing down these tyrants. Yep. Definitely. Guy runs where the spells. You might be the next one. We're solving problems. Yeah. Uh, You just made me dig out my calculator, uh, says Jack to Mark. (laughs) How can you not know that? That's the class. That's the problem with kids these days. Kids these days. Back in our day, we had to type that into a calculator and turn it upside down to see boobies. What do kids these days do? Google for boobies. Just Pornhub. Just actually see boobies. Uh, Chris, I wanted to know why the camera was moving. The video is waving about all over the place. The theory is that that w- the thing that was leaked to the newspapers was someone filming the thing on a monitor. Um... Because it makes it impossible to then like track some of the data stuff to work out who leaked the... It's why I don't fully understand that side of it. But apparently if you film it, it makes it more uh, untraceable. Um, Chris says, I just want to know why the cow. I read that one, and then I think we're up to date. Beautiful. So we've actually solved a problem there. Huh. There we go. Rare, isn't it? So. If you're enjoying the show and would like to uh, contribute towards my rehabilitation, the Kofi link is there. Kofi link's the there. Uh, and you can keep the messages coming uh, on the YouTube thing. If you're watching this anywhere, pop onto the YouTube to get involved in the the ever-present and very active comment section. Meanwhile, we say yep. Mr. Eric McElroy. Uh, you're on to problem number two. What do you got for us? Well, <clears throat> this is the problem for running for mayor of New York when you're a Republican. Hmm. Because you're probably you're not going to win. Let's just put it that way. But currently, I mean, the last... I mean, Bloomberg was kind of Republican. I think he was independent. And then Giuliani... And we know how well Giuliani's done. He's, he's doing really well these days. Um, 
so basically, if you're running for mayor of New York as a Republican these days, one of the good things you can do um, is you can essentially wear whatever you want, because this is the man who just won the primary for the Republican candidacy. There he is, uh, Curtis, I think it's Swilva. He says his own name later, Sliver, Sliver. But he, uh, but look at that hat. I mean, this is a character. This is a proper, this is a New York kind of guy. This is a New York kind of guy. These are the kind of people I married into. I got these people in my family. They talk like Sliver. They're there. They wear the hat. I mean, you, you're fond of a hat, Steve. Mm. A bit of a cap every now and then. Mm. You moved off a thing. Yeah. It's like some sort of northern ironic. It's not ironic. I never, I never quite understand why you wear it. Because I'm but... northern. I wear a flat cap. Yeah. Does it look like? Does it look like this? No, but that, and I'm not sure you'll get the reference, but that looks like he should be saying, hmm, Betty." <laughs> Got no idea. Got Betty. no idea. <laughs> no. Is his latest policy about cats doing whoopsies on carpets? <clears throat> cats are going to come up oh. in a second. Um, he he's wearing the hats because he's been doing this for a long time. It turns out he founded an organization called Guardian Angels back in the '70s when there was a huge crime spike in America or in New York in particular. And so this is a look he's had for a long time. I'm not just going to sit home and let this situation get totally out of hand. I love my city and I'm doing something about it. He was a virgin until he was 25 years old. Um, but that ad there that he runs at the beginning, it said commitment. And apparently the commitment that he's running on is his commitment to wear that hat <laughs> forever. Um, so he won the Republican primary and you think, well, how did he do that? He's part of this organization called Guardian Angels. They spent a lot of time uh, allegedly protecting people on the tube or the underground in New York. Um, and so they go around uh, and get people's support. But it looks like giving them bottles of booze wrapped in brown paper bags. Mm. So I think that's kind of the way you have to do things. You can't drink in public in New York. It's not a civilized country like the UK. It's one of the reasons why I stay here. Is you can just walk around with a beer in front of the police. And every time I do it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're going to mess with me? And they're like, yeah, we're going to steal your booze and drink it ourselves. But uh, we're in America. You can't do it. They just shoot you. Mm. Um, but handing out bottles of booze is the way to go. But there's something else that he wants to bring to the mayor's residence if he brings. That is a big question. What will he do? It's a question people have been asking um, in the news in New York, actually. Gracie Mansion is the mansion that the New York mayor, uh, the New York City gov uh, mayor, the New York City mayor lives in Gracie Mansion. So that's what they're asking. What will he bring to that mansion? And it's something you alluded to a little bit earlier. Look at all these cats behind me. Each and every one of them would have been killed in an animal control shelter had we not rescued them. Yep, he's a cat guy. Got the red hat and the cat guy. He's a Republican with cats. And I just want to take a moment, everyone, to pause and realize the amount of self-control it took me not to write a joke that started with the P word, with a Republican was into the feline. So I just wanted, I could have done that. Mm. I could have gone there. Yeah. And I think I took a higher road. I'm not even going to mention it. We don't know what other joke you're going to do instead, though, so maybe it's not a higher road. but It's a jokeless road? Oh. <laughs> Off the beaten path for a comedy show. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, try and stick with what I know best. <laughs> but, um... Let's hear. Let's hear from the man himself. Let's hear from the candidate. What's the kind of what? What does he? What does he really sound like when he's not talking about the cats? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
the gateway to the world, Times Square. You hear the cops? You hear the cops? The fashion police are coming because they're trying to steal my hats. That's what they're trying to do, these motherfuckers. That's what I'm here. I'm here at Times Square. And what is he doing on the street exactly? No, I'm here, right, running for mayor. I got out of the subway. I came because I heard there were shots fired. That's what I do. I hide in the subway, and then I hear shots, and I come out. I'm like Batman, but without a mask, just a hat. And I don't really do anything. I just stand here. And this is what I do when I come out of that subway. This is what I do when I hear those shots. I come out of the subway. I do this. And I've been telling all the tourists, enjoy New York City. Hope you don't get shot while you're here and end up with lead poisoning. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure if he understands what bullets do to the human body. I mean, you know, I mean, if I got shot and I die from lead poisoning, I'd be happy to live that long. Yeah. I mean, that's the least of my concerns when I'm shot up and riddled with bullets is, oh my God, what is the lead content in these bullets? <laughs> I, you know, I don't, am I going to get rabies from this kind of thing? I hope those but, bullets were clean. <laughs> were they clean bullets? So he's got a closing argument that he's going to make to the voters of New York at the election. What is it exactly? This is a tourist location, but it's a place you may get lead poisoning. Not when I'm mayor. No, there'll be a full crackdown in full effect here in Times Square. You know that when Slee was mayor. <laughs> so that's it. When Slee was mayor, the bullets will be lead-free. You will get shot by organic bullets. <laughs> they will be made of quinoa, and they will be delicious. But hes I'm glad he's concerned about the lead poisoning. He's there a little bit late, because you know who could have used some help with the lead poisoning? This guy, Beethoven, who died of lead poisoning. Where was Sliver then? Yeah. Huh? With his cats? Probably still wearing that hat. So would have still been wearing his hat back in 17... I don't know. When was Beethoven? I don't know when that was. It's before. It's a while ago. He got shot. Died of lead poisoning. Oh, is that what happened? Right. That's what happened to Beethoven. I'm surprised he didn't hear his assailant coming. Oh. Right. <laughs> Don't make, you can't make fun of him for that. Wait, oh, too soon. You're right. Too, how do too we know? Soon. Too, we don't know what year he died. I can't remember. But there we go. So, so he could win. Just to explain the reference earlier on, the Frank Spencer reference. So this is Frank yeah. Spencer. Is that a carry-on um, thing? It's very similar. It's comedy from the 70s. And, uh, ooh, that's, Why was all of your comedy like that in the 70s? Um, I don't know, but... It, basically, what you're voting for is a version of Frank Spencer, but the New York ver version, which if they did that as a spin-off, you know, like the American version of the the British Office, I would yeah. watch this guy giving it some, hey, Betty, what the, <laughs> hey, the cat's done a whoopsie on the carpet. How about you get me my roller skates? I'm going to go get a bus. He's fighting, he's fighting the lead. Hmm. Not enough politicians are talking about the amount of lead in bullets these days. Hmm. Oh, the lead. Hmm. <laughs> um, let's see what we've got in the comments here. Um, there's nothing wrong with bald men, Vin Diesel, Bruce Willis. Yes. That's from Charlotte. Not just there those two, I'd like to think, but yes, those two. That's it. You. As well. yeah. You're the young one in that group. That list ended quickly, didn't it? Bald men are nice. <laughs> Bruce Willis, Vin Diesel. Next question. Matt Hancock. Uh, Chris Hood says paratrooping mayoral candidate method. Mm. Paratrooping. I like that. That's Wait, the beret. That cat's done a whoopsie on the quap with. I'm going to paratroop in there with my lead and my cats. 
Mark Randall says, I was just typing about the guardian angels. How did I know? Oh, it's creepy. Did um, you watch the, the early repeat of this? Yeah, that's what it was. It's the one that was on Wednesday before the Wednesday, yeah. the, the next Wednesday. Whichever uh, comes Mark, whichever comes first. Mark says, I, in, I tried entering Gracie Mansion once, and that's why I'm banned from Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Gracie. Never gets any respect. Um, uh, iBogie says, hiya, crossed the streams. Yay! Because on YouTube, originally watching it wherever you were watching it, but now on YouTube. Ah, welcome, welcome. Oh, yeah, we've got it. Um, Mark's getting laughed at. Uh, Mark says, that's not Frank Spencer. That's Gavin Williamson. <laughs> Still don't know who that is. Gavin, um, <laughs> hmm. this is my policy <laughs> for education. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Britt says, some mothers do have no, them, New York style. Some motherfuckers do have them. That is the best pun. So the, the sitcom was called Some Mothers Do Have Them. Um, whereas, wait, forget about it. Some motherfuckers do have them. <laughs> and Charlotte says, I'm sorry, but they're the only two that came to mind for the bald men. Yep, that's it. Yeah, it's fine. Jean -Luc, uh, Jean Luc Picard. Jean Luc Picard. Yeah. Gandhi. Very... No, don't. Gandhi's off the. He's on the bad list now. Oh, nuts. We've lost another yeah. one. Yep. I mean, yeah. Chris Hood says 1827. That's when Beethoven died. So just before dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite joke of the whole show. Never did finish that uh, symphony. <laughs> um, Jack says that is the best pun. Thank you, Steve. Some motherfuckers do have them. Forget them so, about it. And then uh, I believe he says, Oi, Betty. <laughs> but do do the voice again, Eric. Go on. Oi, Betty. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. It's not one of the good impressions that I do. If you know, if he looked like Ronnie Corbett, I'd be able to nail that. I could do a Ronnie Corbett like you wouldn't believe, but a Frank Spencer, I'm, I'm, I'm not very good. I thought that's why you had your tongue done. Mm, so I could do a. Hmm. I mean, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. The longer this show's going on. Hmm. Yep. Uh, Mark says, "Would an Italian American version be called Some Mamas Do Have 'Em'?" Again, I would watch that. Oh, I'd be downloading it. Off hey, a should bit we torrents. do that as a show then? So, you know, if this doesn't take off, oh, yeah, hasn't taken off, and so, get some can... weird pipey theme tune. Yeah, if you've never heard the theme tune, it's a great little ditty piece of music, but it just resonates in your soul. It's horrible. Do 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 I'm done. This is the episode I'm going to send to agents. Yep, still high off the drugs. Paracetamol, that's the weird thing. You're going to hurt your tongue. Um, Britt wants to know if you can still do Gollum. I should we try next week? I don't think I. Okay, let him heal. Let him heal. Let the man heal. My God, you're monsters. I mean, he'll heal better if he buys a drink. But yeah, they the doctors did say that what I needed to make this heal quicker was Kofi donations, <laughs> and probably not spend three hours on the radio and then an hour doing a comic <laughs> show. Turned up to the radio show today, so sure it'd be a piece of piss. But by the time the first hour had done and all the painkillers had wore off, I was like, "It's a mistake. It's a mistake." <laughs> I don't know why. Don't know why. Anyway, um, we are going to be. Oh, 
next Wednesday, we're going to be on at nine o'clock. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, this is the last yes. 9.30. We listened to what the people said. The people said, yep. And the people said nine o'clock. Because mm. there are a few people who couldn't stay up that late when we eventually went, when we went to uh, 9.30 because of me doing some radio stuff. Well, that radio stuff has changed. Times are changing, as they used to say on the platforms. So if you're interested in those things, if you're listening online on Time FM, I'm doing, when I've not got tongue pain, I'm doing uh, messing around on the radio from three o'clock through till six, which means we can start yep. doing this from nine o'clock again. Oh, yeah. Yay. So we'll be on Wednesdays for most of the rest of the month. Uh, and then we are going to be having to shift some nights around because of various scheduling things through August. And then we are going to land in September on Tuesday nights. Yeah. And the plan will be Tuesday nights at nine o'clock every week. Bringing it back the old styley. Mm, yeah. Hello, sexy lisp, says I bogey. Well, thank you. Um, and GMT versus BST. Well, it will be GMT once it's the clocks have changed. Mm. But it will be BST. Uh, or it's the other one, UTC. That's the way to say it for people in Ireland who don't really want to be on British summertime. Right. They want to be on universal time something. I don't know. Say Irish whatever time. you want. But... That's where the meridian runs through. Oh, we can't say that when you've got a numb tongue. Oh. <laughs> I thought that's why you got your tongue fixed. Tuesday or Wednesday, whichever comes first. Mm, yeah, Tuesday. Yep. Uh, so we'll be on Wednesdays for now, but at nine o'clock uh, going forward. Yep. Tracy says, Steve, I feel really bad about my request on time earlier. So the letter S was hurting my tongue more. And then people just started texting in songs that had the most S's. And Tracy yeah. wrote one that like, every single word in the sentence was an S. However, what I did was I highlighted the text, copy and pasted it into one of those online voice synthesizers and played it out that way. So I, I didn't do that much work this afternoon. I, working smart, not working hard. That's what yeah. I'd like to think that was. Can't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. So, um, yes, I think that's done it for tonight. Mm. Um, thank you all for joining us. Subscribe to the channel, like the show, and um, chuck us a coffee if you've got a chance. Apparently, it's payday for people who have jobs. So, God, I forgot about jobs. My hand got used to yeah. have one of those. It's novel, isn't it? And one buttock. It's the best buttock. You know when that is an old Stephen Fry joke bit that he did at the Montreal Comedy Festival about walking through a field. I bent down to pick pick a buttock up. What a buttock was doing on the floor, I'll never understand. It was exactly, exactly what Matt Hancock was doing. There we go. So thank you for those who did do some Kofis. Uh, we don't have time to read all that on the names, but I saw Jack's done one. So thank you very much for that. And for the others, we appreciate it as well. We should send some money back to Jack, though, because that some motherfuckers do have him. Might be the funniest thing I've seen in ages. <laughs> no, no refunds. No refunds. We can't afford that. Um, right, yeah. till next Wednesday. Yeah, we will see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching this from Comic Solving Problems. And if you feel like it, go ahead and like the video. Or subscribe. Commitment. <laughs>